Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Daddy Daughter Dishes. This is episode 11. I'm your host Kiera and with me I have my lovely sleepy looking co-host. Hey man, I'm I'm BJ. BJ, the daddy. I didn't lie. Don't call me sleepy looking. Because I mean, it's uh, listeners, y'all tell me, y'all gotta go watch us on YouTube, find out if he looks sleepy or if I'm just being dramatic. But I think I'm, I think I'm right here. I think I'm right here. But like I said, I'm, I'm- Kira. That's my dad, BJ. This is Daddy Daughter Dishes, and this is episode twelve. Dad, I thought you said eleven. Did I? No, I episode like eleven came said- out last week. That was consequences and repercussions. Mm-hmm. That was a good episode. I feel like we can do a continuation of everything that's been going on. We can do a continuation of that that episode. Shit. It's just about, yeah, we're going to have to circle. What did they say? Put a pin in it and circle back. We got most of us to talk about. Uh, but how, how, have, how have you been? It is uh, the day before this episode drops. Uh, we right. had a, so you got some a, work to do tonight. Yes. Okay. I cleared my calendar, and by clear mm. my calendar, I just mean I'm probably miss out about two, three hours of sleep. But that ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. Um. But yeah, we had a little delay in schedule last week, but that was all right because I feel like we both had pretty decent weekends to come come back here and talk about it. Man, look, my weekend was so dope. So, so I, I, it was kind of a bittersweet type of deal because you know when you have somebody that in your family that's graduating from high school, you know, college, getting their masters or something, you want to be there to support. And this past weekend, uh, we had Panina, Pooh Stank, what I call her affectionately call her Stank. It's a love thing. Don't none of y'all get offended. But Stank graduated from SIU with her master's. And uh, in public health, before right? I don't have to, she graduated from SIU with her master's. She mastered um, it. Yeah. So she had a, her graduation and before she had sent out a message like in at the end of April, you know, about having a, a get together on after the graduation and um, some things happened and she had to cancel. She made a decision to cancel it. And when she canceled that one, I made plans to go do something else. So I had the opportunity to go do something else. I was debating it when she had the original deal going. But once she canceled it, you know, I decided to go ahead and take part in the opportunity to go do what I did over the weekend. Uh, my cousin Nee, Nee, shout out to Nee and Keisha. They extended an invitation to come down to Atlanta, Georgia for the, I guess Mary J. Blige was part of a strength it's part of the Strength of a Woman uh, event in Atlanta this past weekend. And so Friday night, 
man, they had a concert down there, excuse me, with, um, they started out with Jodeci, uh, then DJ Drama came on stage, and he brought out a bunch of his friends, I'm talking about uh, Young Jeezy, Young Dro, T.I., the Franchise Boys, uh, <laughs> Who else? Uh, I got some new names written down here on my on my notes. Uh, it was a bunch of them. Bobby Valentino, Sierra, uh, Franchise Boys, Lloyd. They all came up on the uh, DJ drama. And then Mary J. Blige came out and she brought out some people. She brought out Method Man, uh, Buster Rhymes and Spliff, Rod Digger. They brought out Rod Digger, uh, Sierra, and then they topped the show off with Missy Elliott. And man, when I tell you that thing, that thing started at, at like 7 p.m., a little bit after 7, up until midnight. They had that State Farm Arena down there in, in Atlanta rocket. And uh, neat, uh, bless his heart, man, he had some tickets to a suite and we had some drinks and some food and just had a good time and that that was pretty doggone amazing we had a good time at that at that uh concert that was it was yes. real fun i, I mean i started out talking about yeah i started out talking about pool i was kind of you know in my feelings a little bit because i didn't get to celebrate her accomplishment with her but i sent her a a lengthy message because I'm I'm big on, you know, going to school, getting your education and furthering your life with positivity. And uh she's a single mom, got two kids, shout out to Morris and Leah. And she's just doing a, a pretty amazing job in navigating her life and all the challenges that come with that. So shout out to Pooh. Um I'm proud of you. Love you. Just keep up the good work. Keep doing what you do. But yeah, that concert, man, it was it was dope. What'd you do this weekend? Oh, uh, this weekend we went and celebrated CJ's birthday. Um, his birthday was Saturday, and he turned twenty five. Uh, so I little old man. Yeah, little old man indeed. So I had him kind of do like a like kind of like a choose your own adventure type thing. So like two days before I text him and I was like, you know, choose from these list of words. And it was like adventurous, chill, you know, athletic, relaxed, like, and so he chose adventurous and competitive, I think. So based on that, I ended up looking at this place called OC Ariel. And it's basically like mm -hmm. a Ninja Warrior park. It's indoors. And it's in Durham. So when he said competitive, I invited his sisters, Sly, and his parents came to oh, watch. Man. <laughs> and so we spent <laughs> three hours just doing like obstacle course things and doing the ninja war, like running up the wall. Uh, then we zip line and I, me, CJ, me, CJ, all of us did the second floor obstacle course so we were literally like latched on a harness like doing some stuff above the floor it was very adventurous and I'm 
I have like a delayed soreness because everybody was texting <laughs> on Sunday, like, are y'all sore? And I was like, nah. And uh, now it hurts to fit my arm. <laughs> so uh, we did that. And then we went to get some good barbecue for dinner. Uh, I had him choose between so, like Southern comfort or barbecue. And he chose barbecue. So we went got some barbecue. I got some good brisket, some good okra. Mm. Got two sides of okra. And uh, two sides of okra. You like that okra, huh? I love okra. And uh, we had some fried pickles. You know, I love fried pickles. I talk about food on here a lot, but I love fried pickles. I like to eat. And uh, then I called myself, uh, you know, being a good wife and buying CJ's birthday present, which he wanted to grill. We went to Lowe's. We had picked out the grill he liked. So I went ahead and ordered it. And so it got delivered yesterday. And I was trying to put it together. I was trying to put it together before he got home and uh, realized that it is a propane uh, grill. And we have natural gas. So (laughs) we put the grill back in my truck and took it. Back to Lowe's, the same day got delivered, got a refund, and then left the drip pan in my truck. Didn't even realize it till this morning. I said, oh, my God. So we figured out, we found the grill that is natural gas, and it is on the way. So that's what I did. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds pretty pretty uh, active as far as a weekend go. Yeah, I was... We were, uh, everybody was moving around a lot. CJ was doing a lot of uh, yard work. We got our first HOA violation. That's oh, really? <laughs> Y'all about to get evicted. Y'all just got there. What happened? <laughs> mm, I ain't going to call it no B word, but she, she took a, she's, I guess she was surveying the neighborhood and uh, apparently we have more weeds than her liking. So she took a bad picture of the front of the house and was like, you guys need to reduce your weeds and um, other, you know, grass and all this. And I'm, I'm looking around like, I know she's not talking about our yard. Our yard? Wait a minute. It's- Hold on. Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> Somebody from the neighborhood, I guess a member of the HOA so this is the thing since we're a new build community and they aren't completely like they aren't a certain person done building out the community we have like an outside hoa right now so they come do random checks throughout the month and i guess she checked us but she didn't do she she could have put she could have saved that message because i was ready to tell the shuddy's weeds up her ass it was yeah, like, like three weeds. Like, and then she's talking yeah. about our grass and the houses across from us are still getting constructed. So these big trucks that ran all in our like on our sidewalk. So like our sidewalk grass is dead. And so CJ, he he did a really good job responding to her email because I was finna my drafts ain't so nice. You just finna go um, in, huh? <laughs> I absolutely was. I didn't like how it was worded. It sounded a little condescending. And the picture was so low quality. When you clicked it, I it was more picture of our house than the grass. And so 
I wasn't as mad when I got on the Facebook group and found out a lot of other people had got the same warning. Uh, right. So now our Facebook group is mostly a, when are we going to be able to control our HLA? Cause this shit is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck HOA. That's, yeah, that's, that's tough, man. I, I can see, I can see being uh, triggered, so to speak, behind getting an email like that. Talking about you got too many weeds in your grass. Oh, yeah, that would have. Ooh, yeah. CJ, CJ, he responded so nicely, and he basically told her because she because she was like, you know, you got too many weeds, you need to get rid of them, and you should treat your grass and like cut it and all this. And so CJ responded. He was like, well, technically, no, we aren't supposed to cut it yet because it hasn't even done a full growing season yet. So if we cut it now. That's going to affect the life of the grass. And like that's in our like manual for the grass. Because I didn't know there was all these different types of grass. But we have Bermuda grass. Oh, and yeah. Fancy, fancy. Yeah, fancy. we got we to gotta let it do one growing season before we can do any super huge lawn care on it. And so CJ sent that back to her. And she, she said something back today. But I was in too good of a mood to read it. So. I ain't read it yet. Mm. That's wild, She can stick that warning. (laughs) You can't be like that living in the HOA now. Listen, three-letter organizations, they can all kiss KMS. I mean, KMA. (laughs) (laughs) You call it three-letter organizations? I think the, 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 the HOA, oh, no. RS, PAXES, yeah. y'all can, everybody Trust can suck me. it. Hey, now I'm with you when you're right on that shit. They got all go to <laughs> hell from as far as uncle, especially that one, that one three letter one. The IRS, them IRS. Yeah, they can, yeah, the IRS, they can go to hell. And whoever's <laughs> like them can go to hell as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> So, so you y'all went yep. to got, did some adventurous things. So I saw you on on the Instagram clip uh, going airborne <laughs> off that slide. I had to look a couple times because I'm like, wait a minute, that's my that's my daughter. That's her page. And then I looked again. I said, well, damn, that's my daughter. <laughs> I'm flying out the end of that damn slide, just airborne. I said, look at Winko, she done went airborne. Look. <laughs> had so much fun i felt like that's that's one of the things you you would absolutely take your kids in and tire them out because we had we did a whole three hours and i was ready to go to bed when we was done but they had these two slides and i got i wanted to get on i got on me everybody but kayla got on uh, me kara slide and cj and so i think i went down first then kara then and CJ and we I went down twice and it was so fun like it, it took it my breath fun. away it took my breath away and the first time it caught me off guard and like you're supposed to tuck your arms while you doing it but I let mine light loose and so when I landed mm-hmm. I ended up like punching myself in the nose and biting my lip <sighs> so I landed there and I was like I'm gonna get up and have a bloody nose and a bloody mouth but all I, I just tasted a little blood. My nose still felt a little crunchy, but that's neither here nor there. And then CJ skinned his elbow. 
And I was like, the goal is to make it out of here uninjured. So as long as everybody's having fun. But yeah, we had a good it time. We, right. Then we did zip lining, uh, which was really fun. I ain't never done zip lining before. So to do it in there, I was like, I was like, you sure I can let go? Because the guy was like, yeah, the harness is going to hold on to you. So like, he's like, you can hold on, you can let go. And I was like, well, I want to pose because my father-in-law is recording down there. And I was like, now nah, I'm 230 pounds. Is there a, a max? He's like, he's like, if there is, you're not reaching it. He's like, you good. So he let me go and I kind of just let go real slow. And I was like, okay, I'm not falling. So I was like posing in the air. <laughs> and I was like, woo. And uh, Mr. Chris got a real good video. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my hands on that video. But yeah, it was yeah, you gotta show me that. Time. It was a good time. That's I'll something. have to have him send it to you. It was a good time. That's something that I want to do sometime is to go zip line. And every, I've had a couple, well, I went to a couple of places that has zip lining and they said I was too big that I couldn't do it. So kind of got my feelings yeah. hurt. I, I can't say that I saw anyone of your stature uh, zip lining. Yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a gift and a curse. One. Being being such a big fellow, a big, t- big cuddly teddy bear. Uh, you said something about some good br- brisket. It made me flash back to the weekend. Uh, me and Pud and the real Mrs. Jones and Tanya B. We made that trip to Atlanta. Uh, we went to a, I can't think of the name of this restaurant in Atlanta. We went to, but they specialize in in uh, cooking buffalo meat, and they had a buffalo brisket. I had a buffalo meatloaf with some garlic uh, mashed potatoes, man, and a nice side salad. Man, when I tell you, that was a pretty doggone good meal. Had a couple of cocktails with it too. Buffalo meatloaf. Yes. Yes. Meatloaf. Meatloaf made from buffalo meat. They had all kind of anything you wanted from a buffalo. They had it. Like if, if did if, they if, have you know, buffalo had... wings? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I think that might not have been. I don't think I saw buffalo wings on the. T- if on they the menu. was true branding experts they would have put some buffalo wings up there just for uh, the fun of you it. know what i wasn't thinking about no buffalo wings so i don't know that's funny but they had everything that you could get from a cow or a bull whatever then the they had the same thing from buffalo it was, it was that, and it's lean yeah buffalo steaks they had buffalo brisket they had, it was, I'm telling you, it was nice. In the setting, the ambiance of the restaurant was real nice. It was kind of like it was classy, but you didn't have to dress up or nothing, but it was real oh. cool. That's not and the job so I would have got from that. Right. So we got, when we, before we went down there, we was looking up some things to do on Saturday because Saturday was like a free day for us. And they had this, that big old, they got a big Ferris wheel. I think it's across from, the Olympic Park where the a lot of the Olympic festivities was held when it was in Atlanta and they had a big Ferris wheel it's called I think it's called Skyview Atlanta mm-hmm. and 
it just so happened, like, we didn't plan it that way. We was looking for a place to eat because we was going to go to the Old Lady Gang restaurant, which is owned That's by... a pretty good restaurant. Yeah, it's owned by one of the, the real housewives. I Candy? think Candy. Yeah, I think Candy and her husband own it. We went there, and it was... Uh, the wait was a little too long. We didn't really want to wait because, I mean, we we didn't... We didn't really leave the Airbnb till like two o'clock in the afternoon and we was pretty hungry. So we didn't want to wait. Uh, and then, it, I'm, you know, for me personally, if I go to a restaurant and there's an armed guard at the door, it just kind of give me the wrong kind of vibes. Yeah. And then you got a guy sitting in the chair at the entrance to the parking lot collecting money to park. And I'm like, this is that old lady game. Yeah, like I ain't oh, trying to I dog see, the rest of I see of ain't nothing changed. I see ain't nothing changed. <laughs> I said, I'm like, I said, wait a minute. So we parked, we passed the restaurant, pulled to the curb, and it was like, you probably go to go see what the wait is because it was it was some people standing outside. So I went up there and I talked to some people outside, and they, I said, how long y'all been waiting? It's like we've been waiting about forty five minutes, and we hung. I was like, oh, they got attitude. So I went in there and asked the said, hostess. I, <laughs> I said, uh, how, about how long is the wait? She was like 30, 45 minutes. So I was like, all right, I may be back. I may not be back. But then when I I looked and I saw the, the guy sitting there with his, you know, he had his bulletproof vest on and his thing on his side. I'm like, man, I'm not, I want to eat in peace. Like, <laughs> I ain't trying to knock nobody restaurant. They got to do what they got to do, but that was just really odd for me. And then when I walked back outside, get full or get shot, <laughs> man. No, that's, hey, I mean, I think won't. I think a crime did happen there like not too long ago because I know they didn't have a guard last time I went, but they definitely had dudes that was telling you to come back in this small ass parking lot for ten dollars, and we did. Yeah. At the time, I think I had Ruby. Uh, but I was like, eh. it was just weird. It was just yeah, weird for me. And I'm not on the country. The vibe. I ain't, I ain't used to that. Like I just, I just want to eat. I just want to eat and nothing. smile. I don't want to be eating and having my head you on the swivel, looking over you know? your shoulder. Yeah, we'll but the Skyview, the, the, the Skyview Atlanta thing. Like the big old Ferris wheel, it was kind of, it was cool, but it was anti-climactic. Climatic. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, yeah, okay, is this all? I knew that's all the one, did, like, but I'm like. Is this the one like that's in Vegas too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we wrote that one too. It, that one was cool when you got to the top, and then it was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> you should have saw the. <laughs> You should have saw the real Mrs. Jones. She don't really, she don't really mess with heights like that. And, and you know, when when that Ferris wheel stopped, that 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 cart it goes back and forth. <laughs> and she was trying her best to keep her composure. She said, "When we got down, she said I was up there. She said I was I was having a fit on the inside. I was getting ready to scream. Said, let me out this damn thing.'" <laughs> oh, Kim Jones, don't you fall out that that. That uh, Ferris wheel now. Did y'all nah, take pictures? Yeah, we got pictures. Uh, Tanya got our pictures, and you know, put them got their pictures. But yeah, they, you know how them folks get you. They say, "Come on, pose for a picture before you mm -hmm. get on." 
Yeah, when you get off like, the hitch. Yeah. yeah. Hitch was $87. Man, like, damn. Could have kept my pocket change. Y'all would have been better off going to the Coca-Cola Museum. Hey, they took uh they took Gator Jones pictures. <laughs> he was mad he got to looking at his pictures and he had no ears. His ears We still trying to figure out why he have no ears, but his ears oh, did no. not show up on the <laughs> But they the lady the, he pointed it out to the little lady and she was like you know that's kind of odd. Let's go down here and redo y'all y'all's pictures. You don't say. They re- wouldn't redone them, and I I don't I don't I still don't think it showed up clearly. It was that was pretty funny. But I might want to go to the doctor make sure his ears is still working. <laughs> yeah, that was what? funny. I ain't got no ears. I can hear him now. Say man. <laughs> say my man. Say my man. <laughs> say my man. It's funny because Rodney and Felicia was going to join us, but they couldn't because they went to see Ali Sadiq uh, Saturday in or oh. in Orlando, I think. And they I said that they was a really good, good time. Old time. I know they had a good old time. Yeah, they, I love me for Ali Sadiq. They took pictures with him and everything. Oh, so wow. Yep, they, they did the meet and greet. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, that sounds – shout out to Ali Sadiq. That sounds fun. Uh, I mean, that's a good reason to to miss an occasion, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you we we gonna we gonna make up for it. Hey, you know what else I figured out? Mm. I'm getting old. Getting uh, old. That breaking so, news to you? No, it's just another realization. Let's just say, yeah, it's just another yeah, epiphany. Man, like. So we went to the concert that night. Like so we didn't get back to, I guess it was after midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning, something like that. And like I said, didn't get out of bed till like two, Sounds like two o'clock in the afternoon, and and went and ate and rode that Ferris wheel and went right back to the Airbnb to take a nap because nigga was tired. That's my kind of day right there. That's my kind of day. Look, went back to sleep and woke up about 8 39 o'clock. Talking about, I'm oh, hungry. What are we going to eat? <laughs> what are we going to eat? I'm like, yeah, it is too late to be eating. So, <laughs> but we found a place. They door dashed. We didn't even have to leave the Airbnb. We brought it on to us. Hey, now you see and my luxury life. Yeah. Door I dash told myself I need, to, I, need to, I need to do something because. That these drinks and that food ain't ain't adding up like like it's supposed. To. Well, I guess it is adding up like it's supposed to. You got I don't your like the can- adding You up. got your little kangaroo pouch. Yeah, Aww. I've always had one, but it's it's starting to stick out a little more than it. You starting to have multiple does. kangaroos. Hey, you got on a you got on a shirt today. I do have on a shirt today. I, have I just on. noticed. Whose shirt do you have on today? Off the hook, cigar calling, mobile lounge. Beep, beep, yes, beep, beep. indeed. Shout out to Kim and Candace. Shout out to Kim and Candace Hamilton of Tampa, Florida. Uh, Kim was so gracious to hook me up with this uh, T-shirt. 
Now and, I got uh, people because why he ain't send me no t-shirt? I don't know why he ain't send you no t-shirt, but give me one second because one of my club Shay Shay cards fell. I got to pick it up because it's got information um, regarding the company on it. Okay, you do that. I'm going to sit here. So I got a, oh, I got a brief synopsis from Mr. Kim Hamilton regarding the Off the Hook Mobile Cigar Lounge. I asked him uh, what was the inspiration and motivation oh, behind you doing interviews? Pretty much, kind of. So when I ask for the T-shirts from anyone uh, that has an organization, I ask them to send me a brief overview of the company, what's its purpose, what motivated them to start it, you know, just to kind of get a little bit of background. And at the time for Kim and Candace, I think it was in 2019, they were um, living in St. Louis at the time, and they were trying to figure out how they could smoke some cigars without being cold. I guess it was in the wintertime, hmm. and uh, it popped in Kim had, Kim's head that he had a, you know, a 7 by 12 trailer, enclosed trailer in storage that he wasn't using, so he come up with an idea to do some decorations in it, you know, uh, add some chairs, a heater and some music and that was the birth of them having a little cigar lounge for them to smoke outside without getting cold and then uh he said in 2019 he considered uh took into consider consideration making a business of it he said they ended up redesigning the trailer by adding carpet uh installing chairs and an audio visual system he said they got booked at a few wineries a reggae mm -hmm. festival and then they, um, and then after that, you know, the business was starting to take off. He said, but then COVID hit and it mm. shut them down for like a year. He said, but then uh, in late 2020, they end up moving down to Tampa from uh, mm. St. Louis. And I think they did a little, you know, a little networking and whatnot. They ended up getting booked by the uh, Tampa Bay chapter the Tampa Bay Charter of the NFL Players Association for an event. He said, and that that really kicked that them was, off uh, to their business getting going in, in Tampa, Florida. Uh, and he said in 2021, they had a year where there was relatively no, no uh, weather going on in Florida, like hurricanes or nothing. They had a good weather season. So they decided that they figured that they could do the business year round. And uh, they upgraded to a, ended up upgrading to a 30-foot <clears throat> airport shuttle bus. Uh, they converted it into a mobile lounge. And as of today, they're the only mobile lounge, mobile cigar lounge in the Tampa, Florida area. So, you know, they got a, I've seen pictures of their, some of the events that they do in the inside of that mobile lounge. And that's a pretty cool idea they got going on there. If anybody's in the Tampa, Florida area, or not even in the Tampa, Florida area, because Kim's on, he's at, he's got a web address at www.odhcigars.com. He's on Facebook and Instagram at, at Off the Hook Cigar Company. That at O F F D A H O O K Cigar Comp Cigar C O C I G A R C O. So yeah, if you um, want to get in contact with him to schedule an event for your party, 
please do because they provide a great service. Hell, if you want to order some cigars, you can reach out to Kim. He'll send you a pack. He'll send you a humidor too because I got one from him. And I live in Illinois, so he will make it happen. Shout out to Kim and Candace. Y'all keep up the good work. And uh, any other any other businesses, anybody own a business or know anybody who does own a business, hit us up. Put me in contact with them. We're going to do shout outs. We're going to continue to do shout outs. I have a... I have a very special, a very special uh, business shout out next week. I've got the shirts in today. I ain't going to tell who it is yet, but it's a very special one. So be on the, be on the lookout for that one. You can't hit the executive producer with a secret on her own show. Yes, I can. I can. I just did. I will not allow it. But shout out to Kim and Candace, uh, <laughs> off the off the hook cigar company. I do not even smoke cigars. Is that what is that the action of consuming a cigar? Anyways, I don't participate, but it's really fun to watch uh, their brand just evolve on social media. It's just you you said you know he had a problem, he went to solve it, and he brought it to market. That's pretty. Hey man, that's how that's how millionaires are made. They find a void in the market and they fill it. And they fill it and they do it right. And that that's funny that we just had that because we got uh did I, I talked about the fist the the wedding we did didn't I did I talk about that on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, uh, with uh, Lensational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So should we we just got a our review back from that uh so we got a five-star review um oh. on google and my she was super happy she sent me an extra tip she was like everybody's oh. still talking about the booth like y'all did amazing you got me as a customer for life and and so that was a it was a refreshing message to get this weekend nothing warms my heart more than knowing i delivered some premium service to, to good folks like myself. That's right. Spread love in other places other than daddy daughter dishes. That's what it's I, all about. Spreading I, the love. I be, I be trying my best. I be trying my best. Uh, you do a fantastic. So, you know, I got to, since we're talking about you and your fantasticness, I just made up a word, but that's what it is. Your fantasticness. Mm-hmm. I was at the local watering hole here in Evansville, Indiana, after work. And, you know, I'm in there spreading spreading the news about daddy-daughter dishes and how people should, you know, tune in, watch us on YouTube. And one of the bartenders, you know, she subscribed, watched a couple episodes. And today she was like, I need to talk to you about your daughter. I said, what about my daughter? What the hell did I do? She said, she is gorgeous. Your daughter is gorgeous. She said, I wish you were here. I wish she was here in Evansville in the area so I could uh, introduce my daughter to her and have your daughter spread some of her goodness to my daughter because it would definitely help my daughter out. Not that her daughter's, you know, bad or anything. She was just real excited about uh, what she saw in one of the episodes. She pointed out it was the 
the one when we were talking about disciplining your kids and you were speaking about how, you know, you weren't necessarily concerned about getting a whooping. That ain't what would kept you from maybe doing something negative. It was the idea of disappointing your parents. And that really spoke to her and hit her. And, and she felt the need to express that to me today. So I'm expressing oh it to you. To let, you know that you were having an impact hundreds of miles away. Oh God. By the way of our our podcast. I got a new subscriber today when I was sitting in there. Young, young, nice fella. His name was Sam. He uh we were sitting the there Sam Hill? What in the Sam Hill? And I he was like, What are you doing? I was like, you know, he was a he was from East Africa originally. And we man, we had a good conversation. And uh I told him about the podcast and he pulled it up and he said, I'm going to subscribe right now and go back and watch the episodes. I said, you do that, man. There's a lot of goodness in there needs to be spread around. I said, tell, tell a friend. <laughs> hey, you spreading the word like a Jehovah's Witness, ain't you? Hey, you said, look, would I'm you like to know that. about our Lord and Savior, Daddy Darker? Not our Lord and Savior. But I'm going to tell you something. I had a, I had another epiphany when I was in Atlanta. I was kicking myself in the ass when I was in Atlanta. Let me tell you why. You want to know why? He had nothing to promote the podcast. I didn't. I had, no, I had my daddy-daughter dishes t-shirt on, and I wore it uh, Saturday. Yeah, I wore it Saturday. But I was thinking, I said, you know what? I didn't plan ahead because I should have had a, a, a t-shirt that was really, really out there, you know, had the logo and the name, maybe a few cards. And I should have attended that event next year. I told myself that I was going to talk to you. And that Strength of a Woman event that goes on in Atlanta, we are going to be there promoting Daddy Daughter Dishes in the house. We're going to be there. I'm telling you now, we going. Let me, so let me put on my clear calendar. Your calendar. Clear your calendar. Whatever we got to do, we going. I was showing up kicking myself in the ass. I said, boy, you ought to be shaming yourself. You wasn't thinking. I would have kicked you in the ass too. Wasn't thinking. Should've I was, told, I was you should have told me ahead of time. And I would have got you some stuff. <laughs> but I got some designs ready. I got whipping the cream ready. I got shocks and cops. I should be wearing that. Almost ready. I should be wearing that. I should be wearing that every day. Yeah, I need to get you. I need to get you a shocks and cocks uh, sticker to put on your truck, <laughs> so you can just put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> I had look. I had a few different ideas for it, but one is a chicken touching an electricity pole. I just gotta make it look good. Like it, it in my head, I see it, but when I tried to make it, it didn't. It didn't look like that. So I gotta revisit the drawing board. But uh, back, back to the bartender lady. Shout, what's her name? Mo Moski Woski is what I call her. Moski Woski. Moski Woski. Shout out Moski Woski. You sit. Uh, hit me up on the thing. I respond. I got friends all over the place. I talk to your daughter. Just let me know. Just let me know. And go. speaking of 
fools we talking about. Speaking of clearing calendars, let me tell you mm-hmm. about the goodness of, 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 of a good deed and how it got me to one of my dream conferences where I'm finna go. Uh-oh. Uh, so yesterday, uh, so, okay, backstory. I'm a designer, like a digital designer, a UX designer. If you don't know what either of those things are, it's like a web designer um, for my job. And as a designer, mm-hmm. one of my favorite tools to use is called Figma. And so it does, it's a very powerful tool. I love it so much at my job. Like I'm known as like the Figma connoisseur, like I'm a nerd for Figma. So every year they host like their own conference to talk about updates and share. It's basically like their Apple conference. Like they share updates, they have classes, they have workshops, they have TED talks, all that good stuff. And every year I want to go. So this year, I was like, man, I want to go. They did a vert. They have virtual option for free, but I was like, I really want to go in person because you know, in person experiences are a lot better. Um, with a lot of stuff, yeah. So I look on their site. First, I messaged my manager and I was like, hey, girl, like, you know, I really love Figma and Config. That's the name of the conference. They are, you know, tickets open. And I was like, do we have the budget to go for me to go? And so she said. You know, send me whatever cost to send you to the conference and we can make it happen. So I'm looking mm-hmm. up the prices, looking up the prices, look up the price of the ticket. They have a deal for the day, a 50% off thing. So I was like, the day was almost over. And I said, I'm going to go ahead and get this because uh, I can just expense it later. So I'll put it on my credit card for now. So I put right. in... Like I was finna register, I put in the coupon and the coupon, instead of giving me 50% off, it gave me 100% off. All right now. So I was like, at first I was like, yeah, I just finessed the ticket. Um, But then, Then your you spirit know, spoke to you, didn't it? Yeah, it did not sit <laughs> right with me at all. And I sat with it for about an hour and I said, it's going to go away. I'm going to just. I ain't heard that back. It's gonna go away. And then that voice said, "You now you know better." And I said, "I do." Right. So I ended up emailing them um, and be like, "Hey, you know, I was trying to register, get my ticket. Instead of fifty, it gave me a hundred. I don't know if this was intentional. You're all in, but I understand if I, you know, need to get my ticket revoked so I could actually pay for half of the ticket." Man, they were they responded back and said, "Thanks for letting us know. You keep the ticket." I said, mm-hmm. look, at, look at God. Look, look at, at God. God. So I had put the expenses together for my manager and I sent her the $500. And I was like, this is pending because I got my ticket for free, but I don't know if they're going to make me actually pay for it. So as soon as they said that, I said, my manager, I was like, okay, disregard that price. So it's just hotel and flight. And she was like, oh, that's it? Go ahead, book it. It's approved. And so I'm going to. San Francisco in June. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's dope, man. On the company fly first class. No. 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 Why not? No. I, that's not in our policy. It's not in the policy. Okay. Look, company travel is less. You talk about anticlimactic. That is one anticlimactic clim, climatic thing there. Because when I think company travel, I think sitting in first class, getting presidential suite. 
Man, I logged up to that travel portal to book my stuff today. It had this little yellow cautionary triangle when I was trying to pick my hotel. And it was like, your daily, nightly rate limit is $250 for this city. I said, $250 in San Francisco? Do you know In San Francisco? Bruh, they had me talk about this is a preferred hotel. I don't know what the title of the hotel was, but it ended in N. I-N-N. I said, I'm not staying there. I texted my manager. I said, hey. And then this is the kicker, right? So you try to... I said I found a, a a Hyatt, um, and I was like, you know, I love a good Hyatt. So it was two sixty a night, and it had the little yellow triangle. And I was, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it anyways, cause it don't say I can't. It just warn you. So I click it, and I get this big old pop up that's like, are you sure you want to book this? It's above the pay policy. Um, it will be approved if you say yes, but we will know all the hotels you did select. And then he gives me a list of like 20 hotels. And I, and I was like, well, now my conscience is guilty. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I, I found another hotel uh, in Atlanta, Courtyard Marriott. Uh, no, it was it was a different one. Bad. Uh, not bad at all. So I was telling my manager about it today. And she was like, you feel safe? She's like, the hotel is safe? And I said, yeah, it's safe. But you know, I, I ain't playing my safety. She's like, I was going to tell you, if, it, if you didn't feel safe, like book a hotel that you feel safe. That limit ain't got nothing to do Damn with it. that limit. Yeah, Absolutely. she said, she said, and she even told me to change my flight. She said, hey, you need to change your flights because one of the flights I had booked, it was an early morning flight, but it was like a, one of the cheaper flights. Um, and she was like, you got, that's a six hour, seven hour flight. You don't need to be uncomfortable on your flight. So she was like, call the travel agent people, change your flight to a more comfortable airline and get you like the preferred seat or whatever. And I was mm. like, she was like, I want you to oh, feel you safe it. when you travel. Your, your, tra- your, your safety is is not negotiable. I was like, I really hey. appreciate that. I really now, that's appreciate a, that's a good that. manager right there. That's a good manager. That's somebody Absolutely. that care about people. They care about the people that work for them. That's what we Absolutely. need more of that in the world today. And that's, that's why I work my ass off for her because she always give she always gives me the 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 same energy back. What I get the reciprocity. Absolutely, and that's so important. So important. You, you, so what Shea else happened this weekend? Yeah, man. Like I, you know, they won't stay still. I guess they want me to talk about them or something. They I don't know. Sound like they want you to talk about them. Let me see. I think I I think I hit all my topics. You what you got on uh, because I know you got something sitting on your spirit. Well, I got first. Let me start off. You know, it was Mother's Day weekend. You know what? And I, I wanted to see how how you. I know you say uh, CJ's parents came in in town for the birthday event. Did y'all do anything special for Miss Fonda sing to her or something for Mother's Day? We did not. And after the fact, I felt terrible because my whole mindset was on Saturday. Didn't even think about Sunday. Like, I thought about Sunday enough where I, uh, you know how last Father's Day last year, I created a card specifically for you. So Mm -hmm. this year I had, I've set time aside to design mommy one custom. Um, And so I was like, ooh, that's my Mother's Day task. Like, you know, got that done. After I got that done, look, <laughs> look, 
I felt so bad. Like the day had passed and I was so tired from CJ birthday outing. Like I realized I hadn't told nobody happy Mother's Day. Like I had told mommy and but I hadn't told his father because we had been texting about something into the morning time. And so mm-hmm. it didn't click that it was Mother's Day and I felt so bad. Cause I was like, I didn't tell her happy Mother's Day. Mm. But I I I I I think I did though. Like I think I said when she when they was leaving here, I think I said and happy Mother's Day, but I don't remember. So but I know she she probably listed. So if I did say it, I'm very sorry. Happy, happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. She know how you feel about she know how you feel. She know where my heart is. She know where my heart You're- is. You're really only obligated to tell one person happy Mother's Day anyway. So you are you did all right. And I did just that. <laughs> well, I understand the sentiment. And but I did for me For me, mother you know, for me, Mother's Day is a you know, I it's a mixed feeling type day for me because for anybody out there who, you know, don't have their mom around anymore, a day like that can can spark some some um uneasy feelings some a plethora of feelings like for me i go through the the memories that make me smile and then you know i have those moments where i wish that she was still here because i miss her so much but um through therapy and and i've worked on trying to focus on more so on the memories and not not dwelling on the thought of her not being here in the physical, you know, I, and then I also try to acknowledge women in my life who exemplify, you know, what it means to be a mother. Like, I mean, I got three sisters. I got a, a bunch of nieces who are mothers and there are some people in my life, you know, that are mothers. I always make a point to make sure to tell your mother, happy mother's day, every mother's day, because, you know, without her, I wouldn't have you and Mari. So, you know, regardless of what goes on between me and her, I'm always wish her the best on that day because she is a great mother. And uh, I want to always express that to her as well as to like, I know your grandmother, her mom, they don't really do, they don't really acknowledge those kind of days because of religious beliefs. But, you know, I'm grateful for mothers. Like I've got Tanya in my life now <clears throat> and Judy Baptist, her mom, Tanya's a mom. It's just, you know, and they're great mothers. Like, I just try to take the time. My sisters, Squeaky, Shalise, Fee, my nieces, Pooh, DeAndrea, uh, Danielle, Tootie, you know, Jasmine finna be a mother. You know, it's just a, is there anybody I'm leaving out? Kiara. I don't think so. Shantae, yeah, Shantae, Kiara, and Yvette, you know, just a bunch of people that, you know, if I didn't shout you out personally, I'm shouting you out now. Happy Mother's Day. Y'all keep doing what you're doing, raising them babies, trying to make productive, good human beings out here. Just keep it up. That's, yeah, that's, that's good. I, um, uh... It's weird for me at my age because a lot of my friends are moms, and that's creepy. But um, I, you know, still take the time to shout them out. Like my friend Alexis, she is just, she is a bomb mom. Her 
child's dad was killed. Uh, he was killed two years ago, but he, mm. uh, their baby was born premature, but she's developing, turning into a big girl. She's saying words now and she's, you know, she's spitting the image of both of her parents. So it's just cool to see like them thrive. I think she's three now and she just the cutest thing. And then my mentor, her daughter, and then some of my friends I went to school with, they posting kids. I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all look kid, y'all parents too. People I went to high school with got whole families. And I'm like, oh, oh happy Mother's Day. <laughs> like Taylor. <laughs> I'd be like, happy, happy, yeah. happy Mother's Day to Taylor. <laughs> like that's like, look, that's just crazy. Life people be having babies, like that's like the, the, the wild part about a something like that is that you know as you get older it it's like the numbers keep multiplying and you get to it's a point where you know, growth. bro you don't you don't be wanting to leave nobody out so i've gotten to the point where i send a blanket message on social media and then you know if, if you immediately pop in my mind i'm gonna send you one individually because it's it's so many people that i know that are mothers it's like i know my post this was this past mother's day Shout out to all the mothers who are doing that thing every day, doing that motherly thing every day. Uh, keep doing what you do. Hashtag fuck them kids today. <laughs> I laughed I so hard when funny. I saw that. I was like, yeah. I had a meme to go with it, but I couldn't find it fast enough. So I was like, I'm going to just reply to laughing because that made, me, that made me giggle a bit. But uh, Steve Harvey, uh, yeah, no, because I had a, I have a Michael Jordan one, and he literally, well, it's not Michael Jordan, but it's somebody shoot. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's somebody shooting a baby, and it's like fucking <laughs> shooting. Oh wait, 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 shooting. If you're not watching, I'm doing shooting like a basketball, not shooting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just fine, clean that it. up, okay. Let's yeah, clean yeah. that up. Don't clean please don't cancel up. me. We are only twelve episodes here. We can't we yeah. can't we can't do a rebrand just yet. So y'all and, gotta stick with and, me. And we are not John Moran. We do not make it a habit of playing with guns. Or, or making the same mistakes twice. Speaking of wait a oh, minute, hold on. Cause you know it's serious because they got the commissioner. On the TV doing his segment of the little skinny head man with the glasses. Adam Silver? Yeah. Adam Silver? He the was commissioner on, of the NBA? He was on the new on the on the ESPN segment today with this black girl and it was quiet. They had no music, so you knew it was serious. And it had Ja mm-hmm. Morant, uh social media, whatever. And he basically he said he he better make an example out of John Red. I think it's gonna be real real so bad here, for him. Here's my here's my take on this whole thing. And you know I've seen different comments and people, especially from people from Memphis, who you know everybody got different opinions. It seemed like I mean the majority is like, dude, what are you doing? You fucking your life up. You, you, it, why? We don't understand why you are a multimillionaire. There are people who will kill to literally be in your shoes in life. And here it is. 
you where everybody want to be, and you doing the dumb shit that the people in the in the hood do. Like, it, I don't understand it. Now, that's just from our perspective, my perspective. Like, as a, I view it like a parent, a frustrated parent. Like, I'm looking at y'all. I'm like, dude, it ain't been two, three months. Well, you did this. You you supposedly went somewhere to get some help on handling the pressures of being in the position that you are. You made like you learned your lesson. You told all your fans. You told the people that both organizations that you work for, not only the Memphis Grizzlies, but also the NBA. And the thing that the average person don't understand is that Josh just signed a huge contract. In those contracts, you have clauses on conduct and things that you must continue to do in order to stay in good graces with the public, with the organizations that you work for, and the organizations that your organization is a part of, a.k.a. the NBA. Like, now, at this point, you done done this shit again, so those people in charge of those organizations, they now feel like you basically pissing on them. You done pissed on them and told them it's raining outside. Nah, you shit on them and told them it's snowing. Like, you have left, you have severely damaged yourself and, and the just, future of a whole bunch of players beyond you because what they've talked about today like you know people want to draft players to come play with the power team play with the power player John Moran now if you suspended for 40 games 20 plus games however many that players ain't finna get drafted they ain't finna want to go to the to the Grizzlies, they ain't go, ain't nobody gonna play. Like he, it's just a domino effect, and I just and I, it it boggles my mind. I know on one post, I, one of my buddies from Memphis, he had uh, put a post up about it, and I said I I can't understand how I, being a millionaire, a young millionaire, with the world wrapped around my finger, I can do whatever I want. So. So of all the things I can do, I go ride around in a car with my little dumbass friend doing Facebook Live or Instagram Live, and I'm playing with a gun. I mean, I could be in the gym working on my game. My season over, I could be on vacation and got in an island somewhere, on an island somewhere. I could be somewhere. hanging out with my daughter. I could be hanging out with my daughter. I can be hanging out with my lady. I can be hanging out with somebody else's lady. I can be discreet. At the shooting I'm just I can be at the shooting range if I want to go get some fire off some rounds. But no, I want to ride around in the car of all the things that are happening to black people and guns and police and risk being pulled over. Not only risk being pulled over, but my friend is doing a Facebook Live who I don't know if the boy knew or not. It don't even matter what was going on on the Facebook Live, but I'm going to repeat a mistake that I made and I not just too made. The scab ain't even started to form. The wound is still open. Literally, when I saw the segment come on TV, I was like, why are they showing this like again? Like I thought they was replaying old stuff. And CJ was like, nah, that's like that's up to date. And I said, no, it didn't. And he said, yeah. And I literally was like, come on, Todd. Like, what the? <clears throat> like, you, like, 
And then the friend thing, I I see I saw it I see it two ways because I saw it one way and then I was like, no, you know what? I see it another way. Two things can be true because one, at first I was like, why are you recording as his friend? Why are you recording everything? And you know, thinking that he's going Facebook or Instagram or whatever. But then I was like, you know what? No, because Fred was recording. There was no gun when he started recording. Right. Exactly. John Moran pulls it out. He knows pulls it out. Pulls it out, and it's like. And when the friend saw it, with the, he dropped, he he pulled, he put the camera back down. Like, dude, what the fuck? But, uh, In his yeah, head, he's he like, dude, done. what the fuck you doing? What the fuck like, are you doing, bro? You are <laughs> multi-millionaire with the world on your shoulders, and you gonna do this? But at I, this I'm point, gonna... we we gotta be asking: Is Josh slow? Is the boy slow? Listen, there seems to be a lot of people because he's what, 22? 23? I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure how old he is. There seems to be uh, something in this generation of, of of offspring that are in their late teens, mid-teens, early 20s. We don't seem to understand consequences and 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 the the, the result of their actions. And that I listen. I don't know. That just that that's uh, that concerns me because. Well, let's pause for a second. I'm not gonna pause. I had that. I had that same thought earlier of what you just said about you know this. And us older people, some of us older people, we like to say this younger generation they what they they do this and they don't do that and they don't. I had to catch myself <clears throat> because there are people in every age bracket that have have made mistakes and either got caught or didn't get caught and continue to make the same mistakes. So I had I had to catch myself and and not use not take that route in in talking about this. It's it's something deeper going on than just a generational thing. On, on the surface, yes, yeah, like these young people, they just don't get it. It ain't it ain't just the young people, man. It's it's something else. It's like it's, a it's like a block. Hmm. It's like a There's... block that some people feel entitled. It's some people feel entitled upon birth. They just feel like they can do whatever they whatever the fuck they want. They ain't got to answer to nobody. And and piss on whoever do say try to say something to them to try to correct their behavior. Some people have that attitude, unfortunately. Other people, you know, they it might take them a time or two to get, you know, caught, so to speak. And and that may scare them straight. And it's just different strokes for different folks at the end of the day. I I said it back in March when the first time I'm a fan of Ja. I, I really hope he get it together because it's just, it's frustrating to watch somebody work so so hard to get where you are in life, to be in a position that you're in and to seemingly just be willing to throw it all away over foolishness. Like we talked about this in our um, episode when we talked about discipline and kids and consequences and all that stuff. It is, it just, I just, I cannot, for the life of me, I cannot wrap my head around the idea of 
of playing with a gun in a car with my friend. Because like, first I, of I, all, guns have one mission. One, one. mission. And not only are you risking putting your career in the trash, but what if he put that gun in his head? He went off. Yeah, now you now it's a mistake. Now it's like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Now you you got and <clears throat> here's another thing. Now you're dead. Your brains is on the windshield. Here's another thing, and this goes. Some people say young people. I'm gonna say every every generation has this group of people of people with this mindset. They want to do what they want to do, but they they fail to consider the consequences and how it might affect other people, mainly people that love them and care about them. Mm-hmm. Like if you doing something, let's say you might be stealing, and you as a youngster you get caught, you ain't thinking about how it's going to affect your parents. All you think, all you got on your mind is I see something and I really don't have the means to get it, but I want it and I feel like I should have it. So I'm going to take it. And so you do. And if you get caught and you're a minor, or if you're not a minor, if you get caught, somebody got to, got to deal with you. You know, somebody has to deal with the repercussions that come behind that because you are in maybe in their care or you might be the spouse. You might be a girlfriend, boyfriend, somebody that loves that person. Now, you you somewhere possibly locked up for stealing and you got these people at home sick because you decided to do something stupid. And that goes with like job. Like you said, if let's just say something crazy happened because crazy shit happens all the time. When you pull that gun and put it to your head, you you hit that trigger, bam, now your brain's all over the goddamn uh, windows of the vehicle. Now you done traumatized your friend for life. He got to go answer to your parents and everybody else as to what happened because you done blew your damn brains out. Mm-hmm. But you ain't even got to go that far. Here it is. You, done, you about to risk everything you done worked for. You ain't thinking, you ain't, you ain't thinking about your daughter in that moment. You ain't thinking about your parents in that moment. You ain't thinking about nothing. And it's you ain't even thinking about you. You ain't even thinking about you. Like, don't do know, not I, I don't know evaluate what the, the, when anytime, this is when I be like, yeah, it's good. I got a mental health disorder. Because anytime I need to make a decision, I have a list of possible outcomes in my head. It don't matter what the decision is. it could be am i gonna put peanut butter and jelly on this bread or am i gonna make a turkey sandwich and i'm thinking about well if i do peanut butter you know that hurts my stomach sometimes so i might not want to do that but then if i do this turkey it's gonna make my breast stink because cracked pepper like i'm literally analyzing all of my decisions and of course i'm not perfect but it's it's like more people I'm not a I'm not a psychologist so I'm not going to diagnose anybody but it seems like a lot more of the world has what what's the technical term is like the anti-personality disorder like a lot of people just make decisions and do not care about the consequences that will apply to themselves or the consequences that will apply to others like I mean in the example you use like one small little nick on your record can keep you from 
getting into college, getting especially a job, today. And don't yeah. let it be, uh, don't you be stealing and let it be you trying to work at a store or somewhere you got to handle money. Nope. Right. Can't get no it's career. Can't rent no car. You can't rent an apartment. Like this, that one small, it might be like a rite of passage. If you're a teenager, you think, oh, you know, everybody do it. Yeah. But if you get caught, that's your ass. And then you can't say nobody made you do it, but you. Yeah. And then to not even and think it, about the consequences of your the people around you, your parents, it's just big slap in the face all around. I can only imagine what Josh's dad, I would love to be a fly on the wall wherever his daddy is at because of how hard he goes for his son. See, uh, and I see so, I, I see and I hear so many people say T need to, you know, put them hands on Ja. But Ja ain't, ain't no, he, he's, not a, he's not a minor. He put his head little job. Job probably got a body card that'll put a hole in his stomach. You, you, you. He's a he is a young, a grown ass man. Grown ass man. Like, and and I had to, I learned this shit in in my therapy session. Like when uh when a child of yours get a certain age, they gonna start making their own decisions. And as a parent. You have to prepare yourself because one, you cannot live your child's life for your child Mm -mm. and you can't save your kids from everything that takes place in their lives, especially behind decisions that they make for themselves. It's tough. It's very challenging to sit back and have to live through that, but that's the way it is. And I'm also learning that, uh, if I feel or society feels that my child's made certain mistakes, certain choices that are mistakes, and they continue to do so, that that is not necessarily a reflection of my job that I did as a parent. It doesn't necessarily reflect on me as a parent or on me or your mother, in our case, as a parent. It doesn't. So, it's and that's a man. That's a hard pill to swallow as a as a parent. Like I'm not Josh's father. I don't know the boy from a hill of beans. But I know for me to see this stuff unfold in front of my eyes is is frustrating because I I don't get it. I don't get the infatuation with guns. I just don't. I don't get that. Like guns kill. You they kill people. That's what they for killing. That's what they are for, killing. Like there is no other. You either you either got it to kill some food, a trophy, or another person. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. And I don't I don't understand America's love affair with guns. And it's that's part of the that's part of the problem. Like it is definitely part. I've heard I've even seen some posts on Facebook saying. Asking like, is Jaws' Second Amendment rights being violated? And I'm like, the fuck is you talking about? What what does that have to do with anything? This man has made a mistake. He just he's a multimillionaire, governed basically governed who works for the NBA, and the NBA is a very powerful entity, and they are not going to continue to pay you this amount of money, that amount of money. And have you running around the country acting like a fucking idiot. Like, you it's just can't investment. do it. Bad it's investment. a bad investment. People don't understand. As long as you're an asset to a, a corporation, 
they will gladly keep you around. But the minute that you cease become become an asset and become a liability, they'll cut your ass short. And that's the people that don't understand. And I I happen to... (laughs) Happen to get some insight on the NF- NBA's um, bargaining, um, their um, collective bargaining agreement regarding their athletes and firearms. And it reads, it says, um, whenever a player is physically present at a facility or venue owned, operated, or being used by a team, the NBA or any league-related entity, and whenever a player is traveling on any NBA-related business, whether on behalf of the player's team, the NBA, or any league-related entity, such players shall not possess a firearm of any kind or any other deadly weapon. For purposes of the foregoing, a facility or venue includes but is not limited to an arena a practice facility, a team or league office or facility, an all-star or NBA playoff venue, and the site of a promotional or charitable appearance. And it says, uh, paragraph B, at the commencement of each season, and if the player owns or possesses any firearm, the player will provide the team with proof that the player possesses a license or registration as required by law for any such firearm. Each player is also required to provide the team with proof of any modifications or additions made to the information during the season. Paragraph C, any violation of Section 9A or Section 9B above shall be considered a conduct prejudicial to the NBA NBA under Article 35D of the NBA Constitution and bylaws and shall therefore subject the player to discipline by the NBA in accordance with such article. Based on what I read there, I I don't, just off the video, I don't think that he violated anything unless the gun isn't his and he's not licensed to have it. Because I I don't think he was at at an NBA venue. I don't think he was on NBA business or anything like that. But at the same time. It it really don't matter. It's like semantics. Because it's like, being or not, and it's like violated or not, the 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 outrage is the the terrible influence too. Like you are a whole whether you like it or not, you're a basketball superstar. People look up to you. People want to be you. And what kind of message are you sending? One, knowing where you play, knowing that environment, just it's just tone deaf. I just the whole thing in itself just makes me itch because. It's, it's like he it's said, what singing. can I do to show myself in the worst light ever? And it's like myself and my you, and it's like you had a preview city. of this. Yeah. It's like you had a preview of this when you know the rumor and stuff was going around that your your posse was doing whatever, aiming guns, whatever. Oh, them weren't rumors like that that's the thing that the people don't realize. Those aren't rumors. Oh, so this third strike. The, the PR people they clean that shit up before it hit the media. Just like the the the, the incident about him uh, supposedly allegedly beating up a young kid. A white at, boy. 
Uh-huh. I don't know about what he was, but he supposedly beat up somebody. And then you had the incident where, if I'm not mistaken, the young man that was in the video, the young man that was in the video got banned from the FedEx forum in Memphis because some stupid shit he was doing at a game. And I think it involved the, that laser light or whatever. Mm-hmm. He got banned from uh, the FedEx forum for doing some dumb shit. So it's like, you're not, it's like the shit ain't clicking. Like, dude, you need to, you, you, you on this level and your friends are down here, but you, it's like, you want to be down here with them, but your, your status, your, the money that you make, the hold that you have on society, the fan base, you, it puts you up here, whether you want to be up here or not. And you have to separate yourself. You have to separate yourself. You can't change. You can. You need to change your friends because you're. It seems that he's the problem. Yeah. From where I sit, yeah, it seems like he's the problem. And yeah, I hate. They and that, only, that hurts they me. Only, the, the 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 organizations that be. You only get to be a problem, but so much before they say, you know what, this is a lost cause. Let's let them shop. Count our let losses. Them, let them be in the process of shopping their contract and don't nobody want it. See if they eat that money and, and his ass will be playing in Taiwan or somewhere wherever Dylan Brooks going to be playing in well, Yeah, because he's going to be right there and they're going to be... They might still be teammates. Pray anyway. for the youth, y'all. The ch- Whitney said uh, the children are our future and they the future is not looking bright. Was that Whitney or uh, Randy Watson? Uh, well, she said, I believe the children are our future. I, that's what I heard. I heard you that. You know who Randy Watson is? I do not. You don't know who? Oh, my God. You don't know who Randy Watson is? Crown Heights' own Randy you know, Watson. And no matter how many times you say the same. He sang the same song know. on uh, Coming to America. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> well, Whitney sang it better. I don't know. Randy Watson sounded pretty good. No, no, no. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Anyways, uh, yeah, Ja, if you listen to this, get your shit together, bruh. Tired of talking about you on my podcast. You let me down. In a, in all, a these negative tone. all these song references. All these song references. I'm supposed to be rapping happily with your name happily. in it. But now I don't even like singing the references because I'm like... Mm. You you just shit all on your name. And you got a cool it's, name too, Ja Morant. You're supposed ja, to be doing like, cool Ja. You out here acting dumb. Get it we together. We need you to get it together, bro. Hopefully it ain't to, too late for you to get it if together. If you need to come on the show and talk, you just hit us up. But I hear me. Oh, and we got a check for you. I, need I can invite you to together. the pad right here in Evansville. I'll pull up talk, another bar stool. You bring your daughter. We can talk about talk how about your actions are affecting her. Bring your daddy. Uh-huh. Talk about how you're right. affecting him. It's just bring you. Let's just talk about how you just messing up your future, bro. You don't want mm-hmm. you 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 hear all these stories about past NBA players and stuff that they might not even been fully responsible for but that story is still stuck to them and then you say i'm gonna go do this and i'm I, and i'm gonna do it on social media too so there's hard evidence 
they ain't no mess. There is hard can't evidence. You can't, you can't run from that. Oh, so, uh, enough about y'all. It's, it's, it's painful, but enough about y'all. So what we, we got uh, in the NBA, we're down to the final four teams. We got L.A. and Denver, and then you got Miami and Boston. I seen uh, Jason Tatum dropped a 51, dropped 51 on the Sixers the other day to put them out. Mm-hmm. And I think tonight, as we're recording this, uh, Lakers and Nuggets. The, uh, the Lakers and the Nuggets are playing that first game. Uh, I know you're a big fan of sports. <laughs> Who you got? That is sarcasm. Uh, those two. I mean, I, hey, I'm, I've been, I've actually been more tuned in than I probably ever have. This is um, the best time to watch, actually. It's a great time to watch. I've thoroughly enjoyed watching the games. Um, I have the Lakers just because mm. they just, they just seem a lot more consistent than the rest of these, like. Like they're the games I watch, and I can tell if they're gonna win. I'm like, yeah, they, you know, they feeling it tonight. But these other teams, first of all, watching you the Nuggets play is not fun. I don't know what it is about them. They just don't have no spice. It's the Joker. It's the Joker. He big. He's slow, but he he is effective. But he's just big and slow, and ain't no ain't no rhythm to his nation. It's just now I have enjoyed watching Miami play. I have enjoyed Jimmy watching it. Hemi Butler. Him Jimmy Buckets. Hemi Butler. And uh, is, uh, Bam. Bam Adebayo. Bam. Bam. Bam Adebayo. I love watching them two play. So That's I, a gritty the team. They, they play hard, too. Like, I would, because it, it would be, it could be them versus the Lakers, right? It could be. In the finals, I, would, very I, I think I told CJ that's who I wanted to see play in the finals. Mm. I just feel like those will be – I've been tuned into all their games consistently and not just like, oh, I just – like it's it's actually fun to watch them play, especially Jimmy Butler. Like he's been giving it his all lately. And it's just – it's cool to see. He Bam definitely too. has taken it. Bam and I thought Bam was night. older. I thought Bam was older. Like I thought he was one of the no. older players. So I was giving him a lot more credit than probably what I should have. I was like, he's doing it. And CJ was like, yeah. And like I, I mentioned something like, yeah, he he part of the older crowd. And he said, like, What are you talking about? And I can't remember who I think I was talking about. I think it was old dude. Oh, um, you Donis Haslam. Yes, that's exactly who I was talking about. And he's like, no, yeah. that's not him, babe. That's that's and I was like, oh. <laughs> But yeah, who you got? Um, I I was telling Jamel today. I said I said you know your boy gonna end up winning another chip. He was like, man, don't say that. I like, but it seems yeah, it just seems like it's written for him. It just seems like that's the path that it's that's taking place. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear me, but you're gone. I lost your camera. Oh, but, okay. um, goodness. It seems as if um LeBron has the Lakers on the track to win again. But I, I don't think LeBron is the key though for the Lakers. It, the, I feel like the key Davis? for the Lakers is Anthony Davis. If he can keep his soft ass out of the wheelchair and keep his elbow from tingling or whatever the fuck be going on with him 
the boy soft as the boy be going wet it. tissue. He vitamins. I just he need to drink some milk soft or something. Boy, I just he, he is. I want to say wet something else, but I ain't. I I want to keep it clean. Yeah, yeah just keep it clean. He is. He is soft. Ew, you was gonna say that. Ew. <laughs> he is soft. And I just he I unfortunately he is the key. Like, if he don't come to play against Joker, number one, Joker gonna embarrass him. And I don't know if, if the Lakers have enough firepower to uh hold off Denver through seven games if Denver comes to play. That's how I see that. Now, on the East, man, I like Jason Tatum. I like Jalen Brown. I really I I also like Miami. I I just, I don't know that. To me, that's a toss-up. I feel like that's going to go seven, and I I don't know who's going to win it because, like we talked about, they are both tough defensively, and – if Jalen Brown and Anthony and Jason Tatum show up to play every night, it's going to be tough for Miami because I don't know that um, Bam and Jimmy Buckets can offset can offset them two showing up the way they're capable of every night. Mm. We just have to see. Well, well it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, you know, we got um, hockey updates too. Our good old Carolina yeah, Hurricanes uh, have made it came. to the next round. We in the Eastern Conference Finals. Is it? It's the finals. I think we are. We are in the finals. Yeah. Let, me, let me triple check. Let me not give no bad. Um, let me not give no bad. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a huge hockey man. I did see where the. The Canes did advance, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are in the conference finals. Uh, quick Google search won't tell me, but I, look, they made it. They made it next into the next round, and I'm very, I'm a little nervous because I was watching uh the Kraken versus the Stars yesterday, and they play very fast. And Canes don't play quite as fast, but they play fast with each other. So I'll be interested to see. I don't know who won last night. I think the Stars. I'll be interested to see how those games play out. But we play the uh, we play the Florida Panthers for the next round. No, okay. So then we're not in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? If we play the Panthers, that's the I have Eastern. no idea. That's your sport. I don't worry about no damn hockey. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I I'm pretty sure. Well, I know we play the Panthers, but um, they're pretty good. So, yes, y'all play the Panthers. Y'all, yep. the Hurricanes play the Panthers tomorrow, uh, Thursday night at seven. That's mm-hmm. game one. Game um, two is on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. How Hopefully, I win some tickets. We got two games at home, two games away, back to back. It's weird. Yeah, they got some weird stuff going on. But I, I think I, I, I hope I one. I hope I get tickets from my job's raffle to go see it because I would really like to. The environment during regular season is real lit, so I can only imagine what it's like during playoff season, especially at home. Mm. Petey Pablo, so oh, you probably be the last, oh, the yeah. last, the last four teams in the uh, hockey 
NHL are the Panthers, the Hurricanes, the Stars, and the Golden Knights. Okay. I, I haven't seen the Golden, Golden Knights. Knights play. I think that's... Who is that? Is that San Francisco? I have no idea. Oh, Las Vegas. Oh. The Las Vegas Golden, Golden Knights. I, I didn't even know Las Vegas had a damn hockey team. I know the Stars is Dallas. The Stars is Dallas. They played. They played yeah. hard with a lot of the Krakens, which is a newer team. But they that was a good series to watch. I was tuned in. For yeah, that. that went that went seven games. Seven full games, and mm-hmm. Dallas they they mm-hmm. Dallas thought they thought the Krakens wasn't coming with them, but the Krakens came with some Krakens. But the Stars <laughs> ultimately came out. So what? Else? Uh, what else you got going on this week? This week, um, I actually am going to be taking the photo booth down to Charlotte on Thursday. My friend Mia is hosting a cocktails and career networking mixer um, okay. for her brand, which is Colors of Her Success. I'm going to need to get a t-shirt or something so I can shout her out. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to support her. And I, I was like, hey, I can bring the photo booth too, like. Cause I was I was going to support in general, um, mm-hmm. and then I was like I could bring the photo booth because we did her bit last time, and I'm also bringing along my coworker Brittany, so we're gonna do a, a day trip down to Charlotte on Thursday. And oh, that's dope. Yeah, so that that's pretty much all I got going on, um, and doing some 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 freelance work, trying to pay down some bills. And hopefully get a refill on my ADHD meds because it's got me moving around like I <laughs> I need some riddling or something. I need them to go ahead and refill my stuff. I try to be proactive uh, and get a refill a week might, ago and they still working on it. I don't understand. It might have something to do with the goings ons behind the scenes. That too. That too. It probably do. But what you you got you got anything for me for we Read off some uh, good reviews. Well, wait. Um, well, you let you say your piece, but I say mine because I'm finna yell at y'all again. I don't necessarily. Uh, I don't necessarily have like we we are starting tomorrow. Probably we are kicking off a new project here in Indiana as far as work goes. Uh, this weekend, I may be going to Chicago to your cousin Wale's uh, graduation. He graduates from high school, Wale. He graduates from high school this Saturday. So I'm probably when I hopefully get off work early enough on Friday, I'm going to go get Mari. And I think Gator Jones may be coming through. Might jump in the vehicle with him and we ride up and celebrate Wale's graduation. Other than that, if I don't go up there, I'm probably just going to uh, go at the Go to the house and chill, and, and re refresh, regroup, uh, do some stuff around the house. Check my air conditioning, make sure it works. Mm. But I ain't got, I don't have too much going on. That sounds like a good weekend to me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what you got? Who you finna yell at and why? Well, I'm finna yell at everybody listening because. It's been a a week and some change since we last spoke, and I still ain't got no reviews on the Apple Podcast. Mm, I don't understand mm. why. Because, you know, it only takes three seconds. Not really three, but it only takes a few seconds to open up your Apple Podcast or your Spotify 
whatever you listen to us all right now. It don't take long to open that up. Give us five stars and let us know why you like that Dark Dish podcast. It ain't, like I said, it ain't for our egos, but it is for us to get put out there to get to some ears that like to listen to stuff like yours. So if you think you got a good taste in podcasts, we need to go ahead and spread the word. But we do have a comment from Uncle John. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we got a, like a Dear John segment on our on our hey, podcast. I'm here for it. It said this is on the uh, consequences and repercussions episode, episode eleven. When I saw this topic, I immediately thought of the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. We all have to pay a price in life. How we pay our debt determines our outcome in life. I'm great and grateful with my adulting situation. Let's just say I can see clearly. My fam is whipping it up on the pod. Keep making it do what it do, baby. <laughs> I always like to hear from Uncle JB. I love oh, those man. comments. I don't know. It just it just seems to make my day. Just, just hey, those Uncle kinds JB. of comments, man. Uncle JB so cool. Y'all, people don't understand. That man, growing up, I was a little boy. I used to look up to Uncle when we used to go visit them down in Louisiana, he was the coolest dude in the town of Tallulah. Like, and everybody knew how cool Uncle JB was. He used to have an MCM outfit back in the day. That was kind of fly outfit. And he used to say, (laughs) he used to say, he used to say, nephew, that's money, cash money. Ah! Money, Money, cash money. Money, cash, money. And he, he was, was like, so cool ooh, I want one of them money, cash, money. One hey, of them at the time, that money. at the time, at the hey, time, I'm going to buy a money, cash, money shirt. Money, what? cash, money. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Uncle JB. Shout out to Uncle Shout JB. Shout out to everybody else. You know, y'all y'all, y'all holding back right now. It's it's all right. It's it's all right. But I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, when this, this train go in the uh, overdrive, don't be looking around wondering where the Daddy Daughter Daddy Daughter Dishes podcast at, cause you might get left in the smoke once this thing take off. Cause we Just about to blow up. Board now. Yeah, we told you, you train is leaving the station. So go review our podcast. Go let people know. Let the world know. All you gotta do, you could you could rate us five stars and then just tell me your favorite kind of sandwich. Obviously, I'm hungry. I've made several food references this episode. But you know, you ain't even got to get on there and say, oh my God, it's a lovely podcast. You can get on there and say, you know what? I like my Chick-fil-A sandwiches without tomato. And I say, you know what? That's a good review right there. Because they added substance. I appreciate it. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. <laughs> they added ingredients. They added ingredients hey, to the sauce. Give me, give me extra pickle on my Chick Fil A sandwich in the comments. I'm gonna say, you know what? Bet I see you. I got you. Uh, oh, but yeah, man. so that's all I got. Like I said, y'all go rate us, review us, like us, do all those positive things that help boost our viewership, our our visibility. We really appreciate it. It doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, Eddie, you got any final words for the folks before I deliver what I have? It's been cooking. Um, just, just man, if you if you associated, affiliated with kids, young kids, minors, teenagers, um, show them, leave them a little bit of grace. 
if they if you feel like they doing some stuff they ain't got no business doing, just try to put yourselves in their shoes. I know for me, I try to keep an uh, open mind about things. I try to try to just be understanding and not react off strictly off my emotions in certain situations. Um, and I also try to show love no matter what is going on. Um, and I urge you, I know people out there, they're going through some things in their family structures or whatnot. Just trying to make it, bro, because it's tough out here for everybody. I mean, the price of food is going up. The price of everything going up. People just trying to go to work, make a good living, and provide for their families. And it's like the harder you work, the more somebody trying to feel like you feel like somebody trying to take something from you. And you just all you want to do is all you're trying to do is survive and try to get a little bit ahead. That's it. And it just seemed like around every corner, there's something that's trying to hold you back or keep you from getting there. Just uh, keep y'all collective heads up. Uh, keep your eyes to the sky. Say your prayers. And whatever you do, don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your loved ones. Just keep pushing. We love y'all. Y'all just keep it up. Keep going. Well, that was that's about bad. all I got. I feel like I can't. Uh, well, do you know what I have for you today? I know what you got for me. Oh, it's been brewing. It's it's fresh out got, the oven. You got one of them dad jokes. You got I, some I special. Do. You got some special sauce on it. I do. I do. Here's a combination of everything that we got going on here. I got a joke for you. I'm ready. I'm ready. I sent my hearing aids for repairing last week. Haven't heard anything since. <laughs> <laughs> We'll hey. see y'all next week. Y'all be good. If you can't be good, be good at it.